0: Two for those about to brawl, the MMA and boxing podcast from Manchester, England. We are your hosts, Den and Chutney. Chutney, how are you doing on this first pod of 2022?
1: Even though it's the 25th of January and we're 25 days in, that's pretty poor, isn't it?
0: I think I'd like to... Uh, refer our listeners to quality over quantity and they will find out during the show the quality that we bring to the table when it comes to podcasting entertainment don't you think
1: uh, probably quality of sound <laughs> given that even though we've had a couple of mess ups the well, last couple yeah, of times don't so
0: speak too soon pro-
1: <laughs> probably about the uh um the over investment in uh recording equipment and uh our producer who uh doesn't let us touch things after it's probably yeah. something to do with that okay. isn't it
0: over investment in producer and equipment and under investment in research and time but we're still here for <laughs> you <folks. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, how's things struck me? have you any uh any news since we last had the pod
1: yeah i'm, I'm all right i mean we've had christmas uh, uh what else is going on uh i went out Two nights on the bounce last weekend, which is unheard of in uh, the days of young children being in one's home.
0: Yeah, uh, and it
1: was tough, it was really tough, but uh, you know, I survived it. Well, I've lost my wallet, uh, which is incredibly frustrating. Incredibly, you know, when you're in that limbo of uh, do I cancel? Well, I don't know where the wallet is, but do I cancel? I don't want to freeze my cars because I use Apple Pay on my phone. Um, Checking my uh, account every so often to see if people are buying ridiculous amounts of cigarettes on my card in the uh, petrol station. Uh you know, <laughs> shit like that.
0: I thought you were gonna say like dodgy t shirts off eBay, but that wouldn't um that well, wouldn't do exactly, yeah. much, would it? Um, but because
1: because I've been on it last weekend, I'm trying to remember if I've actually been to these places, you know.
0: <laughs> oh well what a shame. Oh, they eh?
1: they've gone to KFC five times on my card. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How's um you just flashed me back to our last show. How's your bench pressing going?
1: <laughs> uh, so I've been back to the gym, of course. And uh, and I actually left it a few weeks before I went back to bench press after I messed my shoulder. Oh, you hurt yourself, um, yeah. yep. And then, uh, yeah, as soon as there was a bit of pressure, I felt it again. So no, I'm not doing that. Oh. Uh, I've been back since. I'm taking it easy and building up nice and slow. That's nice good. That's I did good. 10 rounds the other day, though. 10 rounds on the bags with uh, 30 seconds of exercise between each round.
0: Oh, that's pretty Gee, happy with that. That's better. Um, that hard graft that after uh, all your KFC and your nights out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Very good. Very good. Should we talk about um, someone who probably can bench press more than both of us put together? The uh, the undisputed UFC heavyweight champion of the world. Yes, Yes. good. I always wait for that acknowledgement just in case you've got, you you <laughs> want to talk about something else before we get into it.
1: I, I appreciate that you asked my permission.
0: It's, it's more acknowledgement than whether, because I don't want to start talking about it and you say, well, another thing, had this pizza last yeah, week yeah, and it'd be enough. like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I'd, and I'd have to do well. So you can, speaking to people who don't have pizza and just make another segue, so... Um, We'll carry on with this one. UFC 270 in the books this pre- past weekend in California. It was the um, interim heavyweight champion of the world, Cyril Gann, versus the uh, heavyweight champion of the world, Francis Ngannou. The fight went five full rounds, which is probably... Uh, and had the outcome of Francis uh, retaining his belt. It probably... Beforehand, if you if you thought the fight was was going to go five rounds, you probably would have, have picked Gan Gann, Gannier, I would have anyway. I don't know about you. Um, we saw some facets of Francis's game that we hadn't seen before. Overall, Chutney, what did you make of the fight? You thought Gan was going to win. I thought that if Cyril, if if um, Francis didn't finish him in the first two rounds, that Gan would win.
1: Oh, okay. That's I what mean I that that was uh...
0: yeah. I, I think I was, if it went, I think my my view was if it went twenty five minutes, there was only going to be one winner, and I was wrong. You were wrong. Hmm. What, what was your thoughts on the fight? I suppose what beforehand, what was your prediction and how did it play?
1: Yeah, so I, I thought uh, Francis was going to win. Uh, I, I I thought uh, more than ever uh, he would have to finish it quickly. Um, I thought Gan uh, is a good standoff fight. He knows how to keep his range or get inside someone else's range. Uh, we've seen it before with uh, you know Derek Lewis, for example. Yeah, and. Um, he he does it really well, you know. Everyone's gone on uh, you know, uh, uh, to uh, infinity about how well he moves for for a heavyweight, so I go I won't go into that. But he does, and uh, so I thought Francis needs some yeah explosive power movement, nice and early uh, to to uh, to get this one done. And of course, I did not see things going the way they did losing, because I think everyone agrees he lost the first two rounds, Francis lost the first two rounds yep. and then won the next three and the the rounds three and four were by far the most important because he really pushed his game plan uh, I've heard interview with Eric Nixick, uh, trainer at Extreme Culture um, uh, Francis trainer, about the uh, um. Sorry, about uh, their game plan and how their game plan didn't change. Uh, And uh, the reason I say it didn't change is because since that fight and a a little on that day, we heard that uh, Francis had a knee problem. Mm. That is why Cyril Gann was favourite on fight day itself or fight night itself, because that rumour had spread. And when we saw Francis with two knee supports, uh, either knee, not just on one because you don't want to show where that knee problem is since the information got out. Uh, very clever move. Um, and uh, so, so, yeah, it, it came, uh, we saw Francis do this. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler now, apparently.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: it, it, there was jujitsu in there. Um, and then it came down to that fifth round. And uh, frankly, I think Cyril Gan gave it away a bit in that round. Going for uh, that, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not saying it was his to lose. It wasn't. A, uh, it wasn't just that he was trying for a Kimura when uh, Francis was on top of him. Uh, a Kimura that just uh, couldn't have worked in that position. Leg lock very unlikely to work in that position. Um, but an- another thing to add to that 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 leg lock. Uh, Eric Nixick said that Francis told him they're going to try for a leg lock in this fight um, because there was a guy at um, I forget the name of the gym. What Cyril's gym?
0: Something MMA, isn't it? gold mma or
1: something. yeah yeah um said that uh, you've got big feet people might try uh, uh leg locks on you and that stuck with him oh um so uh yeah the funny thing is is that when someone moves from another gym and then they fight someone from that gym you think they've got the inside info on that fighter
0: hmm. well
1: actually francis had the inside info on, on the trainer which is uh, a yeah. nice little turn around you know, perhaps he's a little bit cleverer than he looks sometimes then <laughs>
0: We'll talk about how clever Francis is in a bit and um, a tweet that you've brought to my attention pre-show. Um, before we move on to that, though, I think there was a lot of um, hyperbole after the fight around how great Francis' performance was and without wanting to take anything away from him, because I think it was it was impressive that we, we saw elements that we weren't used to seeing with him, takedowns and... And decent ground control. I was I was hoping for more in the last three rounds. Uh, he had control over Gan on the floor on numerous occasions. There was there was very little ground and pound. Um, I, I think there was probably post fight. I think there was probably a bit more uh, shine on on the wrestling than actually it warranted. Really, I, I thought at, at times. To your point, Gan went for something daft, a Kamora when it was absolutely not on. I think they both looked. To a lesser or certain degree, a bit of fish out of water on the ground, and I, and I thought, while Sir, whilst Francis did absolutely everything he needed to win, and he was the de- deserved victor on the night, I just, it, I, I didn't see that as high level grappling. Um, yet, still an impressive performance. I don't know if you if you were more impressed by the grappling than, than I was, were you?
1: Um, I and mean, it, it, it wasn't Damian Meyer grappling but when uh, you look back to Francis' earlier fights and um the ones he lost were the ones where he uh couldn't stand and bang with someone uh, he he's come so far improved his game so much that um it, I mean he's it, it, not the complete package very few people are yeah. uh, you know he's not a fully equipped mixed martial artist but if he has that power plus the ability to uh yeah, one thing they always said about uh, Chuck Liddell is that it, it's not that uh, he's uh, he, he, he didn't win fights necessarily because he was a good wrestler. It was uh, so much of his stand-up was so important. But because he was a good wrestler, if anyone tried to wrestle him, he could defend it. Yeah, and then carry on with what he enjoyed doing. Yeah, uh, if 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 you've got, if you've got some of that in you, that then you can concentrate on what you're good at while knowing that if something else happens, you can at least defend it. But he yeah. did more than that. Did more than that. The, the way he's lying on top of him. Uh, and you, you could see that he was keeping his his weight as low as possible, putting as much pressure on as possible. Um, it's really impressive.
0: But I think you've said it there for me, lying on top of him. You know, if you looked at Gan after the fight, he had no no evidence that he had a eighteen stone man lying on him for fifteen minutes. I, I would have liked to have seen more more ground and pound, more more damage on the, on uh, on him. But obviously, I think I think that's probably because um, Francis didn't want to give up position by going for some relatively risky ground and pound, but that that might be a next step of evolution in a game if we do get to see it, where he could take people down and actually finish them on the ground. Because I I don't think there was any point in that fight, maybe a little bit in the third round. But apart from that, I don't think there was much in that fight where he looked like he was going to finish him. And he's so big and so strong. If he could throw some powerful elbows on the ground, he could finish that fight within minutes.
1: While he uh, he didn't, I mean, all the evidence you, you need is that, uh, you know, Cyril Gunn might not have had uh, many marks on him, but he didn't have a belt on him.
0: No, no, and and, and totally. I, I, I'm not saying it wasn't an impressive performance and he was a deserved victor. Um, I think there was an opportunity there in the last three rounds to, to finish that fight. And um, whilst he if, if
1: anyone showed lacking in their mixed martial arts game, it was Cyril Gunn in that fight.
0: Perhaps, perhaps, but, um, we're uh-huh. talking about, but we're talking about the champion here and I would like to see... I, I think it wasn't the complete performance that uh, post-fight everyone has been showering praise on Francis for. I think it was a great performance, but it wasn't this suddenly an evolution from a stand and bang guy to a control artist on the ground that can, you know, the, the lack of power and finishment, finishing threat, I think, is a gap for him to, to try and fill. Um, that, yeah, I think he's got a bit to go. Well, I guess that.
1: that's, that's the beauty of the sport. That uh, we see these guys come in, and they might be grapplers, they might be strikers, and we see them evolve. Yep. Some quicker than others, uh, and they might reach the top of the game in you know in, in what is yeah, a shallow division, the heavyweight division. Yeah. So if you are one of these uh, behemoths of, of men, then uh, um, it 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 might be quite easy to get into the top five or something. But um, yeah, you know, we see the transitions from NFL and everything else, but. Um, but the the point I'm really making is is that um it's not to criticise Cyril Gunn when I say uh, he was the one lacking. He's been in the sport for, what three or four years and he's been an interim champion, you know, for better or worse. Um he he can improve further, but so can uh Francis. Uh so that would be really interesting to see. They uh, there's a good chance they will fight again. And I d I don't mean a rematch. Um, although Dana might do that to them anyway. Yeah. To expand yeah. on that, uh, Dana White, president of the UFC, uh, there is big contract dispute between him and Francis and his agent. It's uh, become quite acrimonious. Uh, Dana left at the uh, end of that fight, didn't put the belt round Francis's waist as in as is custom, and didn't turn up to the press conference after. Uh, to expand on that further, and I was discussing this briefly with them before, um, his agent uh, Markel Martin uh, received a text message. Um, the morning, early, early hours, the morning of the fight. Uh, and and it's and it was from a Vegas uh, cell number, as they say, uh, because they have codes over there for uh, areas on their on their mobile phones. And, and it says the following. Let's see who gets the last word after tonight, you dumb black bitch. The fact that Francis would ever listen to you lets you know how much of a dumb piece of shit he is, too. After this, you will go back to selling suits at Nordstrom, you fucking moron and then uh, middle finger three times. That's not cool, is it, Then
0: Classy, very classy. So, obviously, no one knows the identity of where that text came from. Probably people could make certain assumptions, um, but it might just shed a light on current um, perception of the UFC towards Francis and his wider management team. So, Francis went into that fight, like you said, um, at the end of his contract. So, that's his last fight on his current deal with the UFC, which is relatively unheard of for a uh, a fighter to go into a fight on the last contract as the champion or to be allowed to and obviously the UFC weren't happy about it because he could by the end of December I think he's got a no compete clause until then but at the end of December he could walk to any other promotion uh, with that So UFC. he says well, um, that's what we can go off though, isn't it? the UFC yeah, yeah, The UFC that, hasn't brought no, any. No,
1: no one else has commented, but yeah, that's what that's what he, that's what him and his management say.
0: So he could walk off to another promotion, another sport, perhaps with that belt, legit, legitimately as the heavyweight champion. Um, and that's obviously something that the UFC don't want to happen. Um, th- th- I think there's a the, one of the main disgruntlements between the 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 parties is the the lack of value that. Um, the UFC seeing Francis in comparison to what Francis sees in himself, I think he wants to get paid for being the baddest man on the planet, for being a, the defending heavyweight champion of the world and he, he doesn't think that he is fair to, uh, paid the fair rate for that. Uh, you can tell leading up to this fight, you know UFC 270. This should have been promoted to high heaven. And I don't know if you if you noticed much promotion, but there really wasn't a great deal of of bang behind this. Obviously, the UFC didn't want to didn't want to put so much stock behind a champion who could walk out uh, at the end of the year with their belt in hand. So, where do you stand on on um, I suppose Cyril's I keep saying Cyril and Francis' positioning that he has. Uh, took the gamble and it's looked like it's paid off and um do you think um well let me ask you how do you think this will play out over the next nine months
1: Be real shame if it is nine months yeah um
0: well his knees might need it or his knee might need a bit of work now mightn't it
1: yeah but um say it's operation and and then recovery uh you're talking uh three months i'd say you should be able to get back to uh, good enough fitness to get into what, what's he uh, actually uh, reported to have done uh, he has uh, in the words of Eric Nixick uh, completely torn his MCL now what completely torn means I don't know uh, but it's, it's an MCL 10 it sounds like it's a bad one and he's got damage uh, quote to his ACL um, oh, yeah. so damage sounds like it's uh, recoverable with physio um, a significant tear it's MRI. See if see if you need an operation. Uh, that's that's six weeks before you're uh, anywhere close to back to training, and then another six weeks to get back to uh, decent fitness is, is, is what I'd suggest. Right. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, hope, hopefully he doesn't need surgery. So so I don't think it's that long. Um, and yeah, hopefully they'll throw loads of money at him and John Jones. Mm. Uh, and for the record, I think John Jones beats
0: him. Mm. So, do you think the fight will happen this year? I've got a feeling it might.
1: Oh, what else? What else have uh, UFC got um, on the horizon
0: in that division? What what, or what, what, star what, what, what stars? What's yeah? What stars it's have they got? McGregor, what, what big pay per views have they got? McGregor, Diaz, Masvidal, maybe, but McGregor and Diaz, really. yeah,
1: maybe of course they've got uh, Masvidal Covington coming up in March I think is it
0: yeah but I think um, I think Masvidal might be the kind of guy who he could lose two or three in a row and still be a star um, like Diaz I suppose but I think yeah I think they're the three
1: but they need a few big pay-per-views this year and, and I'm concerned that they're not going to get it with just McGregor and Diaz which uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens and, um, and Masvidal and Covington Um interesting Covington's winning that fight isn't he
0: yeah all day I
1: imagine uh, I think I think it'll go five rounds for what it's worth nice early prediction there
0: yeah um, I think so I was going to predict for 22 what might happen I think they might go all out and get Francis versus John Jones they usually have a massive big summer show don't they? July time I think they well might-
1: uh, not only that uh, Vegas Fight Week is back the Expo's back mm. um, it's, a fu- it's a full on uh, yeah uh, what they call it, International Fight Week. Yeah. So they'll, they're they're doing the f- the full deal this year.
0: They'll want um, obviously the biggest fight they can get for that, and they'll probably go to New York at the tail end of the year as well. Um, so they'll they want these spaces to be filled. I think what usually that's
1: has a perfect place, place for uh, Connor and uh, yeah. Nate, though, isn't it?
0: And I, th- I think McGregor could get another fight in before then, couldn't he? I don't know. May time, and then fight in November in 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 uh, MSG. Perhaps, but yeah, I think they'll they'll eventually they'll posture, but I think they'll eventually come towards Francis and get a deal done because he's he's too big of a. You can build such a story on the back of him, and they have done up to this point. But you could build such a. There's obviously
1: the cross promo with
0: uh, Tyson Fury, there isn't there? Yeah, I don't think that's going anywhere. That'd be a one. How do you see that fight going? Uh, Tyson would have fun with him, don't you think? Y- yes. Yeah, it would just, be uh, be a waste of time. Easy work. Yeah, be a waste of time. Super but, easy work. But it'd be a massive payday for Francis. He might be just want that to go. But uh, I think business wise, the best thing for Francis is to sign a decent deal with the UFC um, and fight John Jones.
1: He's uh, six four, Francis. Yeah, it's not that tall.
0: No, it's a big lad though. For for,
1: for for how big you think he is though?
0: Yeah. But is, is he like seventeen, eight, probably eighteen stone? or fucking beef. He's I, not... I think, I
1: think, I think he's about seventeen and a half, something like that. Yeah, and that's of pure muscle. <laughs> so his pecs are like tits. They're so <laughs> fucking big.
0: So whilst he might not be the tallest guy on the roster, he's probably one of the that frame. He's probably got a thick, broad thre- frame that. Uh, Has he fought around. anyone much taller than him? Um...
1: I I'd, I'd be interested to see what what Volkov would do against him.
0: Yeah, Lewis Derek Lewis. Maybe is Volkov in boy. his prime,
1: yeah. Uh, w- w- uh
0: According to Wikipedia, he's eighteen and a half stone, or eighteen point eighteen stone five pounds. Right. Uh, big boy, big boy. Um, yeah, great performance. What do you think of Ganyan of Gan? Then do you think he'll just um, go back to fight a top five challenger, and perhaps he he might find himself fighting for the title again? And he might, and it might not be. Uh, it might not be Ngannou who'd be fighting, um, depending on how the contract talks go. But I think he is someone that's going to be around about the top three for a while, isn't he?
1: Yeah, I I could see him doing one fight and back in uh, back in the mix.
0: I do love his style. He he reminds me of Stephen Thompson the way he sort of, especially in the first couple of rounds, he's quite light on his feet. In it, isn't he? In and out, in and out, and um, but he can't. The, 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 the
1: drunken crowd were were booing, oh, yeah. um, but it was. Uh, a fascinating fight Yeah, I, really th- I thought so, yeah. it was really interesting That that, that, that first couple of rounds um, I think To expand on Stuff I was saying before I think France's uh, Knee issue Did show um, How slow he was But I also think He was binding his time uh, You know Playing possum As the Americans say yeah. um, uh, Waiting to uh, Start using His newly found Grappling skills And I don't think He's a grappling expert But yeah, Some of it Was pretty decent and that uh body slam he did yeah Woo. yeah that, that, was, was, fun. that round, was fun that was fun on a on a big big boy
0: <laughs> it's impressive that these guys are like 18 18 and a half stone can go 25 minutes fucking hell <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> like, it's land, land of the giants Fair play it's, uh, yeah. yeah they're a different different breed different species to us um different species and let's move on from the heavyweights down to the flyweights perhaps Davidson Figueiredo Figueredo and Brandon Moreno um had their trilogy fight in the flyweight division to crown the champion and this time Figueiredo Figueredo was uh victorious in another uh decision over 5 rounds unanimous decision decision um really intriguing fight really fast paced um I think Moreno should have pulled the trigger a bit more but um Figueredo, I think was a, a bit more strategic in his uh, in his approach in his approach and a lot, a lot more, more leg kicks than before he had a Team Cringe, I think they're called, in the background. So he, uh, Henry Cejudo um, supporting him all the way through. Did this fight live up to the hype, Chutney?
1: It was a very enjoyable fight, I thought. I thought there was too much bravado involved. Uh, I think a lot of that was initiated by Moreno. Yeah, I agree. Who uh, went into it with this attitude Um of uh you know you're nothing i'm the champ of beating you twice uh it, it was uh, ridiculous that there was a third fight uh in this uh in this rivalry um but now i'm ready for a fourth yeah. um and i agree entirely that um figueredo changed his game uh great influence from team cringe captain eric in there as well uh and uh he was patient um when he got too stuck in they shouted at him to calm down uh it was it was a really good performance from him and the power involved i mean uh i know that i think it, uh, rogan was talking about uh moreno and his power and that figueredo was struggling with it i, d- I don't think he was at all. no i thought uh, I were, think figueredo were- is, is is much harder much um Shots than uh, than Moreno. Sorry, uh, what you
0: saying? No, I agree with you. I thought uh, Rogan, as usual, probably was hyping that up way too much. I, d- I didn't see that at all. Obviously, he's cage side, perhaps, but um, yeah, I, d- I didn't see that really.
1: Moreno found it hard to find his range. Um, so looking at the stats, there, he's got he threw two hundred and fifty nine significant strikes, landed a hundred of them. Yeah. Um, Figueroa actually landed fewer significant strikes, but threw about hundred less. So he landed about fifteen fewer, uh, and uh, and threw a hundred less, um, but got three knockdowns. You know, uh, and Morin just found it really hard to find his range, mm. and rather than showboating, um, taunting, as uh, you know the X button might do on uh, WCW versus NWO, um, <laughs> the. Uh, uh, he he should have been concentrating on finding his range and and doing his best to win the fight. It, that that was disappointing really because um, I, not not because I particularly wanted him to win. I just wanted to see a really good fight and I, I wanted to see who was the best out of them. We we, sh- we shouldn't need a fourth now, but now I think and uh, now I think I, that's actually called for, which would be the f- first ever quadrilogy in UFC if it happens. Well wow. and I suspect it will.
0: Yeah, well, Figueroa was saying we should do it in Mexico, wasn't he? Which I think it'd yeah be a gold man for
1: the UFC. I think uh, COVID will will stop that in the next twelve months. Do you think? That, 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 that's my understanding. That's my
0: understanding. Why is Mexico hit badly by it? I,
1: I think so, but it's also the, um, you know, it's to, they don't just hire the UFC equipment when they get it. It's getting getting everything over, getting the fighters over. I know, mate, but um, they're doing they're doing London, else. aren't
0: they? So um, unless there's some sketchy reason not to go to Mexico. They'd make a lot more money going to well, Mexico than what they're going to do going to the O2 in London, I'd imagine.
1: Happily uh, look at the old uh, stats if you want me to.
0: Get it up from your um, favourites. I used to love Yeah, them. Yeah,
1: oh, I know, uh, you got me on this. And, uh, <laughs> the, the coronavirus uh, Tracker. Uh, up uh, league tables. Yeah. Uh, where's Mexico? I mean, you can never you it.
0: We, we, anyway. we were like, oh my God, there's been four deaths today in the UK. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, daily new cases. I mean, it's like skyrocketing like everywhere else is. Um, but daily new deaths. I mean, that's quite high as well, actually. In, in comparison, I think right. it's quite so high. Maybe,
0: maybe that'd be the reason they wouldn't go.
1: And we're talking about... Uh, Low hundreds, but hundreds nonetheless.
0: Well... Uh, But uh,
1: yeah, uh, uh, I mean, that would be great. That would be great. Why he'd want to go into Moreno's backyard for the final fight, I've got got no idea.
0: Well, money though, isn't it? I think uh, it'd be... They've fought now three times in 13 months, just looking at the uh, the timeline. So maybe a bit of time to let water flow under the bridge a bit and see if there's something happening in the summer because I, I, I'm not there's no other flyweight uh, contenders really jumping out at me Kaikara France was good in his previous fight wasn't he but um, apart from apart from him I can't really see anyone else pushing pushing for that um, that title shot any, anyone, any contenders from your perspective
1: uh, Panterja as well right I'm yeah. um, just getting the uh, rankings up if I can find them
0: Um, Whilst you're doing that, I totally agree that Brandon Moreno was a bit more, uh, was a bit foolhardy in his sort of posturing that he was doing and, you know, trying to throw down and walk through Figueredo. I think if he, if he used his noggin a bit, he could have um, really challenged that Figueredo more. Um, I think he was trying to be a bit too bravado for his own good. Totally agree with you.
1: The rankings haven't updated, actually. Usually update on Tuesdays,
0: don't they? Yeah, the fights were on Sunday, they should be.
1: Oh, I say that, uh, but it's Tuesday here, but it's uh, barely Tuesday over there.
0: Not good enough. Fucking if the staff, no, no, if, not, the, no. if the staff at UFC fucking didn't spend less time sending foul messages to uh, fighter, camps, should, we go, should you know, we go
1: back to that? Should we go back to there. that? <laughs> uh, just to get, just to give my take, uh, it's it's a Vegas number. It's someone who really cares passionately about the agent of Francis Ngannou and the fact that he worked worked at Nordstrom, which I think is some. Uh, fancy clothing company or something Um, and uh, am I being ignorant should I know what Nordstrom is
0: I don't it's Nordstrom I didn't think they made suits I thought there was some kind of I'll have a look
1: yeah you have a look Um, so I think it must be well not must be but I think it's highly likely that it's someone reasonably high up in UFC and to have the guy's number as well
0: so Nordstrom look like an American version of maybe Primark kind of vibe T.K. Maxx. Oh, right, wow.
1: Yeah. Oh, they got him good on that then. <laughs> um, you know they have uh, T.J. Hughes in the uh, US, but they call it T.K. Hughes.
0: No way. T.J. Hughes, was, yeah. I remember that back in the day, Stratford-Arndale, respect.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, so fight who, who, uh, fight you, Connection, you, open by Muhammad Ali.
0: Yeah, are you? Um, um, are you implying, who are you implying it could be then without... Same. Oh, I'm not,
1: I'm not saying anyone in particular, but I think it's someone high up in. Uh, I, I think everything points to someone high up in the UFC based on Vegas area code. I'm counting this out on my fingers, by the way. <laughs> Vegas area code, um, uh, in inside, kind of inside information about uh, uh, what, what he used to do. Yeah, having actually having the guy's number and caring that much.
0: What time uh, the, did you say it was? Like and, one in and, the
1: morning. And being and being racist. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you say it was like one in the morning? They might have been a bit pissed up. Uh, like Three a.m. Three,
1: 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, that shows that Someone's probably uh, lost the control a bit. Don't you reckon?
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, uh, a line or two too many. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're gonna get shut down.
1: Yeah, yeah, sweet. So
0: any, any, um... Sue us
1: for all our profits. <laughs> 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 they'll be in, they'll be in more debt than they already are. <laughs> yeah, it
0: costs more to sue us.
1: Only, only about hundred quid, like, but still.
0: <laughs> um, let's move on to other fights on that on the main card, if that's all right. Uh, in the welterweight division, Mikel Pereira. Is it Mikel or Michael? Uh, there's, there's no way in it, is there? He's a bit of a wild Michel. Guy. Michel. Michel. Um, he was victorious again. He, he's a fucking bit of a l- loose cannon, isn't he? Um, unanimous decision versus Andre Filalho, um, who I think was making his debut in the in the organisation, from what I remember. Um, anything to call out on that fight,
1: mate? I enjoy watching Michelle Pereira, I always have, um, or Michelle maybe it might be Michelle because mm. it's Portuguese, but anyway, yeah. um, and. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, he's great fun, and my, my wife came down uh, during it while I was watching. So I watch this guy. He's going to do something funny. Uh, yeah, and he does. He does silly roles, and uh, and but every time he puts something good together, uh, he tries something flash at the end, mm. which lands ten percent of the time. Mm. If he just tried to do something reasonably orthodox, he'd probably finish off that move and maybe finish the fight. Um, it's uh, uh, it, it means. It, it feels like he doesn't reach his destiny but of course he is the fighter that he is and, and and that's what he'll do and he he may not have been in that position in the first place anyway uh, but a good performance from him um put it together towards the end of the third round to to make sure that he won it but um yeah, you know, he 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 leaves himself very open that um uh, fiayo yeah. uh, if that's how you pronounce it um yeah i mean they were talking about on the broadcast is uh, really sharp jab he Really does have one,
0: he was, yeah. I was quite impressed with him, especially in the first round. I think he faded a bit in round two and three. Um, yeah, yeah. Pereira's on a, a four fight winning streak now, so um, oh, fair play. Yeah, and he's obviously he's not, he's not,
1: he might be ranked now because <laughs> he's not been ranked before. I don't no,
0: think. he's just entertaining, but, but he? yeah, everyone can, knows it. Yeah, you can throw him on a card, middle of a,
1: I mean, uh, chaos Williams, Nico Price, yeah, you know, uh, good people to beat, yeah, yeah,
0: decent. Um, in the bantamweight division, we saw, and uh, how do you, I thought this guy was pronounced. Saeed Yeah, I think but, it is right um, I thought I heard a different Why? I thought I heard a different version from uh, Rogan so I could be completely wrong anyway the fight didn't last very long so I couldn't really listen for, for too too much of a time he defeated uh, Cody Stamen in the first round rapid rapid guillotine choke 47 seconds uh, into the fight um, in the bantamweight division this guy after a, a, fa- a loss a couple of years maybe a year ago two years ago he's um, on a two fight winning streak now is this someone who um, who could be making a, a run for the bantamweight division? Do you think? He's, he's,
1: he's no relation, is he? I
0: don't. I don't. Not by blood, or anything I think. I think he might be some kind of cousin, perhaps. Or I'm having a question. He's
1: he's anyway. Yeah, yeah. He um, really. He's 29 years old. It's taken him a while to get to this stage, but um, yeah, he's on the main card of a uh, UFC pay per view now and putting on a really good performance. So fair play to him. Yeah, he, he, he may well. He, he may well make a run now. Um, but, um, it, well, of course, he needs to put a few wins together. Really good performance, but he got hit a few times as well. Cody Stademan, no joke. Um, uh, he'll want to get that one back.
0: I can confirm he is no blood relative of um, former lightweight champion Khabib. In the welterweight division, to start off the uh, off the uh, the main card, uh, Michael Morale, Morales, I should say, defeated Trevor Giles in the first round. This was a decent actual um Starts of the uh, the card, thinking about it, just flashed back in my memory. Uh, middleweight division, wasn't it? What do you mean? Yeah,
1: strange uh, tactics from Trevor Giles, going for the mm. uh, going for grappling against a a grappler and one who is uh, a classier one than he. Um, but uh, and he paid for it, basically. Yeah,
0: lack of lack of IQ there, because I, I
1: thought you'd say so to that
0: point. Yeah, yeah. D- 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 he, he, in
1: fact, d- he, he, he he yes, uh, I remember now. He was. He's doing well with the stand-up, yeah, uh, right, right. and it seemed like he rocked him, and then went into grappling. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I never get that. I mean, Rogan was saying, well, maybe he's got some other tactic involved, uh, you know, giving benefit of the doubt, whether or not he did. Didn't work out. No, it didn't.
0: It was a decent enough main card. I remember looking before the the the, uh, the show aired and thought, oh, the two main event and co-main events are great, but the uh, the undercard weren't, weren't that. Uh, weren't catching my attention before the the fight, and in fairness, they were quite entertaining. Was there anything on the prelims that, that caught your eye?
1: Uh, Victor Henry's uh, performance against uh, Ronnie Barcelas was uh, a good performance, 30-27 uh, across the board. Um, yeah. Other than that, you know, beyond uh, beyond the top two, uh, it, it it wasn't a great card. But uh, the top two made it so cleverly. Yeah,
0: um, the UFC did hold a, a an event the week prior and it was the first event of the year um, I'm not sure if you caught the the full card chutney but we can at least talk about the the main event in the featherweight division Calvin Cater defeated uh, a guy who I've been riding high on but didn't really show up um, in Jiga uh, Chik- Chikadze um, he's a kickboxer heavy, heavy kickboxer but he was outclassed by Cater all the way through the Georgians so I don't know if did you watch the fight but um, I was impressed with Cater
1: Cater's performance was really impressive and yeah. um, uh gigi did not handle that uh, defeat very well um yeah I, th- I think he said he'd win 9 times out of 10 uh soon after i mean come on son you got schooled in that fight kate's okay, bo- uh, boxing was uh uh really impressive um you know he fought against uh max holloway who's just such a difficult fighter yeah. Uh, really difficult fight to, for him to overcome um, and his style is very difficult, uh, he says he's the best boxer in the UFC, I don't, I don't know if he is he takes far too many Holloway uh, that is, takes far too many um, punches back uh, for me But um, uh, and, and he's just so strong uh, which made Cater not look as good as he really is and Giga Chigazi got a wake up call and we all did Calvin yeah. Cater is is a, is a great fight. It really is. It You're right about in the a wake super up. strong division.
0: You're right about the wake up call. I think it proved how good he is. It also brings home how good Holloway is as well to be able to do it that. Does. It thing. does. It
1: does. Uh, and I, I was amazed to see what he did against Cater because I thought that'd be a really tough one for him. I, I, I thought he'd win, but uh, yeah.
0: No, I agree. I will just have a quick uh, look ahead over the next couple of weeks. We've got a middleweight. Um, Fight headlining a fight card at the Apex. Jack Hermanson's fighting Sean Strickland, which should be quite an entertaining fight. The rest of the card doesn't look particularly um, particularly entertaining, but that's something for our listeners to to watch out for on the 5th of February. Um, and then we've got a, a pay-per-view event on the 12th of February, UFC 271. And this has sort of crept up on me without realising it's held in Texas. It's going to be held in Texas and it's a rematch. Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whittaker uh, for the middleweight division title, that could be a fucking great fight. Um I believe Whittaker Whitaker didn't turn up for the first fight over in Auckland um and was just uh sort of rabbit in the headlights. So I think that could be a, a great fight. We might look into um maybe a, a quick review show nearer the time. We've got Derek Lewis on that card as well. So that's something for, for us to look forward to in the in the MMA world. Anything you want to pull out from from all that Chutney? Uh
1: yeah I'm really looking forward to the um Addisanya uh, Whitaker fight. Uh, Derek, Lewis, uh, Derek Lewis and Tai Vasa is a great matchup yep. uh, to uh, to be the co-main event. Jared Cannonier and Derek Bronson uh, before that as well. I mean that that is a decent card already. It is, isn't it? Yeah. That's... Um, yeah I think the a uh, card. yeah, I mean the prelims aren't, aren't too bad either, but uh, yeah, the, the main card looks looks really good. Very much looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. So um, MMA started off with a decent uh, a decent couple of cards to start off the year. Um, Should we talk around boxing, which hasn't had much activity? Well, before uh, you do,
1: then uh, there's one more thing, uh, and uh, to move on, yes, news about UFC London. Oh, yeah, which is uh, which is back, and uh, this is uh, pretty uh, recent news. That it's going to be headlined by Alexander Volkov and Tom Aspinall, uh, Manchester Zone. So, I think. that is a great uh, main event on there Um, you know these have been pretty weak cards um, in in the past Uh, another one that jumps out at me is Mohamed Makaev another Mancunian against Cody Durden um, who's uh, Makaev's going to be making his uh, UFC debut against Cody Durden a fight that he asked for after uh, Durden made some questionable racial comments in his post-fight interview not the worst in the world, more have yeah, silly ignorant comments stupidity rather than full-blown racism but nasty stuff nonetheless yeah. uh and uh arnold allen and dan hooker is yeah, on that that's card a great fight um Gunner nelson's making a return uh, after some uh, injury setbacks uh jack Shaw, jack Shaw uh, uh, uh molly meatball uh, and paddy pimlet uh i mean uh, there's a lot to like on there really to like. yeah, there's, there's no there's, there's no huge yeah really exciting fighters on there maybe they'll get a guest fighter or two there uh yeah that should be pretty good
0: i was surprised i'm very surprised they are pushing aspinall to a headline get especially against volkov because i think that's a that's a really tough tough ask for him um but we'll see what he's made of because i i remember i remember aspinall was saying after he's Previous fight that he wanted to take it slow and steady and there was in no rush and maybe fight someone in the top fifteen. I think Volkov's top five heavyweight now, um, so that's a that's a huge fight for him and obviously that could really propel him into the the upper upper echelons of the uh, the heavyweight division. And um, I think the people's main event is on Alan, Alan, <laughs> Arnold Allen uh, Dan Hooker. Everyone loves Dan Hooker. It's a shame he's going to be fighting a, a UK based fighter because he's going to get such a, a good. Uh, reception when he comes over. Anyway, I think um, that they're, they're the two standout fights for me. But um, yeah, I was quite impressed. I'm quite impressed to have put Aspinall at the top of the card. I think that's a a big ask. Dan for Hooker him. is crap at choosing opponents. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah,
1: he's just awful at it.
0: Uh, Arnold Allen, who's uh,
1: I've I have criticised for putting forward boring performances when he had opportunities to finish things and didn't take them. So we talk about him. More and I, I you know, and I promote him pretty well, I think, in in, in this podcast. But uh, others don't so much because he doesn't put on exciting performances. Does a pretty funny, dry sense of humor interview, but uh, that's not enough to get people going. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what uh, if he takes that opportunity with the home crowd.
0: Yeah, it's a big, it's a tough ask. Hooker though, to your point about um, picking the right opponents. He's lost three of his last four. So if he loses this one, it's four out of five. Um, I, I don't think there's any risk of him um, being cut because he's such a uh, dependable type of uh, fans favourite but yeah he's, he, he's at the risk of becoming a bit of a journeyman slash gatekeeper if he doesn't sort of be a bit more strategic in some of his fights so I think it's a big fight for him as, as well for for Alan as well He's talented though Yeah. Very, oh yeah very much, you know the losses against Poirier he lost against Chandler and he lost against Islam Makachev didn't he and you know they're all top tier guys um
1: it, it's his fault half the time i know yeah i know.
0: <laughs> it's just
1: it's frustrating it's really frustrating and, and uh, usually, top, he usually
0: before he loses two days before he loses he lands after flying for 36 hours so he's obviously sometimes he's not in the greatest nick um so yeah fair play to him um be good so well that
1: London that, um, that one that he landed like the day before he, he won that is fight. that the that, one he won right. <laughs> Maybe ha- that's ha- ha- yeah, that, yeah that's the one he won <laughs> but, right. uh, but uh, I think the same guy uh, uh, sorry his opponent had the same issues uh, yeah yeah. Uh, but yeah he's an animal absolutely animal Dan Hunker.
0: um should we move on to boxing yeah let's do it cool well as mentioned earlier there hasn't been um, any events of note uh, this year I think it's going to be heat up over the next um, couple of weeks um, probably the topic we need to cover off um first is the state of the heavyweight division there's I think we were toasting the um soon to be signing of of Fury versus White on our last pod and that's gone tits up um we're still they still haven't landed on on the salary on the um the the uh, the split of the um the funds I think um White was asking for 45-55 in favour of Fury. Fury wanted 80-20 and um, I think he's gone to purse bids and I'm not sure where they're up to with that. And then news broke over the weekend that um, Anthony Joshua wouldn't be exercising his right for an immediate rematch versus Usek. He would stand aside and let Usek fight Fury in uh, Saudi Arabia. It was mentioned to unify uh, the heavyweight championship and then fight the winner. All, it's all a bit of a mess and up in the air at the moment, Shutney, what do you make of the, the comings and goings?
1: So, is, is it looking like it's going to be for Fury it then?
0: So, that's talk. Um, our pal in the UK, Gareth A. Davis, uh, tweeted yesterday to say that the talks over the weekend indicated that that was the way it was going. But then Fury, uh, sorry, then AJ came out on an Instagram post last night to say, don't believe everything you hear from journalists. The, the truth will come out when I, when it comes from my mouth. He didn't indicate which way it would go. I think he was just trying to exert some control over the message. Um, but I think AJ's I think not got a new trainer, has he? No, so I was listening to a podcast with, with Eddie Hearn and I think he's been traveling around America uh, getting different looks with, with trainers. Um, um, but as of yet, there's been no announcement. I think the, the way that the tone was from Eddie Hearn was that he might just bring in trainers to supplement his existing regime rather than completely leave uh, McCracken.
1: I think it's time to move on, but um, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Um, oh, I, I mean, what, what is there to say? It's uh, it, it's a shame how that division's gone after so excitement and um, so much excitement. We had a couple of years of it. Um, I think Tyson is going to be dominating everything for a while now. If, 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 if fight, he fights much more, you know, what's, yeah. I, 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 what I, I, um, I would be surprised if he only does a couple more.
0: Speaking as a fan, what? Um, what fights would you want to see in what order?
1: Um, Fury Usyk, Joshua yep. and Wilder.
0: Ah, right, fair enough. Well, you've you've um,
1: throwing a Dillian White in there, I guess.
0: Yeah, you've you've lost Dillian White out of that. That uh, what I would like to see is White versus the rematch of White versus AJ uh, Usyk versus Fury uh, for the to get the. The undisputed heavyweight champion and then see what happens with White, Joshua, you know, Wilder can, Wilder could fight someone like Ruiz or someone just to took, took over and see where he is after, you know, having two losses on the spin. Um, But yeah, I think Usek versus Fury just for the boxing purist would be yeah. a fight to make. Yeah. Um, and White versus Joshua would be a fucking brawl because White would just step forward. And I think AJ would have uh, we'll just have to fight fire with fire like he did in the first fight. And that's probably what AJ's downfall has been recently is that he's not really been on the front foot. So um, that's what I'd like to see. We'll see what comes of it.
1: Yeah, well, if only.
0: Yeah, in- indeed. Is there any um, fights around the corner that you're you, um, you calling out? I don't think match room really heats up until the end of February, March time. Well, it's fair. the,
1: uh, yeah, it's uh, the season's, boxing season's not really started yet. But uh, if we are looking ahead uh, in... And Cardiff, Clarissa Shields is um uh fighting uh ema Cozine. uh now the reason I mention that is because uh this will hopefully set up nicely something with Katie Taylor in the future Amanda Serrano on the cards for Katie Taylor of course as well um yeah. but hopefully this that will all culminate in uh a couple of decent fights which will really nail down who is the, well, I guess the greatest female boxer of all time. I think it's fair to say, Uh, which is pretty exciting really. Although, yeah, the sports uh, somewhat in its infancy. Uh, Keith Thurman, uh, Mario Barros, that's on the 5th of February in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, That's a 12 rounder. Uh, Josh Taylor is fighting Jack Catterall, 12 rounds for uh, Taylor's undisputed junior welterweight titles. Um, That's uh, end of February in Scotland. Um. Other exciting things. Uh, Josh Warrington and Kiko Martinez are having a rematch at yeah. Ellen Road, I think, uh, which uh, is a pretty fun matchup. I don't think they either have got a title to put on the line. but uh, no, uh,
0: It was at Ellen Road last time as well, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a big uh, banner at Ellen Road saying, welcome back, Kiko, or something. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that, 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 uh, that would be a fun one. Um what I'm really interested in and and constantly interested in is Canelo and what he's going to do. Uh, and there's a lot of talk of Jamel Charlo at the moment. Mm. Um, and, uh, he, uh, is, uh, currently, uh, going to be, uh, having rematch against Brian Castaño, uh, which was a great fight back in, uh, July. Uh, uh, defending his uh, WBA, WBC, IBF, uh, and ring light light middleweight titles, um, and there's talk of and and, and he's, I think he's pretty much going to unify that division if he wins that fight, uh, taking uh, Castano's uh, WBO title. Um, so if uh, Canelo can drop down, which I imagine he can to light uh, light middle. Um, that would be a really interesting fight. There's been a lot of talk of him going up. Um, and then more I'd recently, this, this Charlo fights on the card. And the thing about Charlo is that he's got this really aggressive, active, mobile style that uh, Canelo's not had trouble with, but certainly uh, you've seen something a bit more interesting with the likes of uh, Daniel Jacobs or even Caleb Kay- Plant, that that kind of style. Um yeah, uh, th- these are comments that, in fact, heard from uh, Brian Campbell on Morning Combat um, to uh, uh, so I'm not accused of plagiarism. Uh, these are thoughts that I have progressed from there. Uh, a bit yeah. of inspiration from him yeah, I really notice is uh, American boxing. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's uh, yes. Yeah, so so yeah, it, it's, it's exciting to see where Canelo uh, might go next, especially when he's been so active over the last 18 months or so.
0: Yeah, he's had a lot of fights I was just um, looking while, while she was speaking the Martinez uh, Warrington fight is booked for the 26th of March and it's going to be at Leeds but uh, in the arena obviously they're, they're worried about the weather perhaps because yeah. <coughs> the, the atmosphere seems... was brilliant last time I don't know if you watched it but it was yeah. fucking brilliant and then no, they're really good like
1: for uh, uh, Josh Warrington fights
0: yeah uh, my, my prediction for the year is that Katie Taylor will fight in MSG uh, against um, what's her name so, um, Serrano Serrano and uh, I think she'll win and then I think she'll retire because I was just checking she'll be 36 by that time that fight comes around in the summer and I think that'll be a um, a decent high to go out on but we'll see what comes of that we will cool I think I think that's it from uh, an MMA and boxing
1: perspective Chutney you can find me at chutney news on twitter you can find den at Braemar soldier on twitter that's b-r-a-e-m-a-r soldier uh, you can find us at f tab news you can uh, email us uh, you can you've heard it all before um you can find us on pretty much every podcast app you can find including spotify uh you- including apple Podcasts, including many others um what else
0: um sound guns second S- hand guns. guns play us in
1: they play us out uh every single week they do us that honor play playing live uh you've heard them that they're, they're in my uh study right now next to me ready to play us out uh, so thank you very much to those guys shout it out guys be, no it must be, Save it your
0: it must be embarrassing. your energy okay. um, it must be embarrassing that the, the the site the the stud right next to you and you still can't get the name right
1: yeah that's really embarrassing but um <laughs> They're so pleased to be here that I'm not sure they've even noticed. In fact, they're just <laughs> sat, p- picking the noses right now.
0: Uh, yeah, very good. Thank you to our uh, sound executive sound producer. Um, cheers, Eid. If you, if you made it this far, you should. Thanks, Eid. There's been no edit, so fucking hell. You, yes, you, right. E- easy job for you. Cool. It's been a pleasure, Chutney. Yeah, you too, mate. Cool. The only thing that's left to say, then, is um, is that... Oh, he's fucked it up at the end. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: A whole hour. Right. What, what, what? The only thing that's left to say is, for those about to brawl, we salute you.